Welcome back to Seen It Before, where we're probably going to say something stupid about your favorite movie, because we've seen it all before. I'm Danny. I'm Dan. He's mad. <laughs> yes, he, yes, I am mad. He's mad. He's so mad, we had to put a Kylo Ren poster behind him now. Yeah. You can barely see his face. Yeah, right so like, I think it's in this shot. Like <laughs> yeah. You can see his face just barely in the corner. Yeah. From the movie that I think aptly describes the movie that we're going to talk about today. So... <laughs> Finale to the Haddonfield trilogy, as it's known as. Really? Yes, that you did not know that. Huh, I got it already with trivia. Uh, yes, so um, yeah, Halloween ends is our movie this week. We watched H two O last week, and um, yeah, let's uh, let's just get right into this because there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot of controversy surrounding it since it's come out, and what it means for Jamie Lee Curtis and um, what's his name, the guy that plays Jason, the guy that plays my. Michael Myers. Michael Myers. James, James Jude Courtney. James Courtney, that one. What it means for them and their future moving forward. And, uh, yeah, let's just get right into it. No, I think we're fairly aligned on where we fall on this movie. It sucks. <laughs> I think it's the worst one. Well, okay, maybe not the worst one. Worst one of this iteration, right? Uh, because if, if you recall from the last or Halloween H2O podcast, I said, I've been thinking about, like, the end of Halloween 4, the return of Michael Myers, had a great cliffhanger. And I'm like, oh, wow, it's so crazy. Like, oh, now Jamie's going to be the killer. But then I kept thinking, like, if they actually made a movie where Michael Myers isn't the real killer, I w- that wouldn't be a good movie. And I, kept, I, I said for years, I tried to come up with an idea to make it work. It does not work. And this movie decided to try it out, and it does not work. Like I, like I knew. So, all right. Well, let's start from the beginning of this movie. Oh so, my god, I hate this movie. The only redeeming part of this movie was the first part. It was a great start. I thought it was going to be like a one-off, random thing with you know introducing this kid Corey. He's a babysitter. Mm-hmm. This kid Jeremy, who is babysitting, his parents going out to some Halloween party, whatever. Um, so they end up watching the thing on TV, which is. Great, by the way, and little yeah. Um, call back John to John Carpenter. Carpenter. Yeah. Um, then this kid decides to you know be a kid, play mind games with um, yeah. What's his face? This is a year after Kills happens. Right. By the way, in 2019. Every, if I was him, I would definitely have the paranoia and anxiety of like there's a serial killer loose in my town that yes. just last year committed a series of murders. Yes. On Halloween night, and now it's the anniversary. And we'll get more into the Haddonfield stuff later. Right. But, yeah, so basically, uh, Corey ends up trapped inside this door upstairs, and the kid basically locked him in. And he's like, you little shit, let me out of here. So he's trying to kick down the door. And yeah. it's like, <laughs> what is going on? And it's like, um, yeah. And, and then, then he kicks down the, the parents come up the driveway. You know, they come <laughs> in at the wrong time. Uh, What's uh, face? Corey kicks in the door. The kid is standing right behind the door. Gets yeah. kicked down the railing and splat. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> like we uh, we saw it with uh, Cop John uh, earlier. Uh, he's Cop John. Cop John. <laughs> he, uh, you know, he's just like, wow, that's a big flex on the house because it's like a four story house or something like that. It's a wild. And then there's a ladder. Or there's like a stairs in the in the attic. So it's like another floor on top of that. Yeah. So, but the kid basically falls from like Splat. like a like, fifty foot drop. Like, oh, yeah! <laughs> right onto the hardwood floor, right as the parents walk in. Yeah, and then the title so, cards come in and everything. Yeah. And so I thought that was a nice opening. Like, okay, this is different. This is different. 
and then we'll talk about how it's stupid different later. But um, I like that, like, they're going at a new angle where, like, the paranoia that everybody feels in Haddonfield is from a year trauma. ago. Yeah, just trauma and how it how it builds. It's I don't. It's hard to explain because it's like it's a nice idea, but like it it's not. If this wasn't marketed as a Halloween movie, like the official Halloween yeah. movie, if this was like an offshoot type thing, maybe it would work. But because like you know, I, I like the focus on like the the town being out in the aftermath and everything, and then Laurie struggling with that as well. And like there was so it was a cool opening, kind of stating that's what's going to happen. It, you know? it, it reminds me of. Thor Ragnarok when Odin's like Asgard isn't a people it's a place I'm just like oh or a place it's a people or whatever yeah like, oh no <laughs> yeah that's kind of the route they went with this movie that's yeah. the similarity I'm just like mm. but then they were trying to get down to like the nature of evil and like we basically watch an origin story evil for takes a new shape <sighs> fuck that line dude <laughs> oh, dude like okay so I don't know I Maybe, maybe we'll get to with, it later. Let's, let's start with Corey and Allison. Let's start with them. Right. So Corey basically starts kind of – he you kind of feel for him in the beginning because, like, it's a few years later and he's got all this trauma with him after killing that kid. He's like, oh, shit. I didn't mean to do that. Yeah, everyone thinks he's a murderer. Yeah, and It's these, very clearly like an accident, I'd yeah, say. Yeah, and these fucking band geeks – Band geeks. Yeah, the fucking yeah. I don't understand that. Band kids. How are, are like, they like jock band geeks? Yeah. First of all, first how of, does that work? First of all, like even if this was they were jocks, that's not how kids act. Like nowadays, it's supposed to be twenty twenty two. Kids don't do that shit. You know, like they don't just randomly bully some. Plus, he's like twenty three at this time, like yeah. twenty three, twenty four. Yeah, so he's like an adult, an adult talking to these 17 year olds like, yeah they're just fucking with them and just being like oh you're a piece of shit and then of course jamie lee curtis is at the gas station pumping yeah. gas at the same time she's like oh what are you the f- the the freak of the freak show or something like that there's oh we got a psycho and a freak show psycho or the freak show and it's like yeah okay so like <laughs> i like that like so th- like this scene is pretty much the only scene that i really thought Lori was Lori. like um considering everything that happened for 40 years, she was building up being a warrior, right? Then she was proven to be right that Michael is back out killing people again. And after Halloween Kills, I don't really buy that after being hardened for 40 years that she's just complete 180 heel turn like this like stay-at-home mom type person. I don't well, I, I don't mean, see that being part trauma. of her character is in different ways you know she lost her daughter now she has to care for her granddaughter type of thing that's kind of the, the whole thing they're going for that yeah they're going it's for stre- it it's a stretch it's a stretch because what she can't do i don't think you can change that much in four years compared to 40 years of being a certain way yeah. you know yeah exactly. and then but then also so this scene where they where she's like okay let's like pop their tires so yeah that's like that's like warrior lori after she's like after the i buy that more than her being like stay-at-home mom but then even when she's the when they're like carving jack-o'-lanterns which like um you know later on in the movie she's like she says weird line about like talking about grief and then show it your fucking tits yeah, and then was, says Fuck i was you. like what is this I'm, like, some, what of the the, fuck is- some of the dialogue in this movie <laughs> i'm gonna get into that a little more later because after we talk about the movie i want to talk about some points in this movie yeah. and it's like mm. um so yeah Corey and Allison is her uh, Lori's granddaughter. So Allison works like what? She's a, pe- a vet. 
or something like that. She's a nurse, a nurse you know? at the yeah. Haddonfield Memorial Hospital, yes. which I think is, be, you know, that, that adds up for me. She lived through this horrible night of trauma. And now she wants to help others at the same place where trauma, like a lot of trauma happened, like where the, the guy in the last movie, he jumped off to his death, right? Well, it doesn't make sense. Is how she falls for Corey. Oh yeah, it's like at, instant. At man. first, it's though, like, like yeah, like Laura brings him home. He is kind of like normal at first. Like I yeah. can see that, but then once he admits to her that he killed someone, yeah, I'd be fucking like, what like, happened? Like I stabbed a homeless dude. He gets dragged into a sewer by Michael Myers, who has been living in a sewer. Um, so where things take which, a fucking stupid turn. I guess. <laughs> You, I can buy Michael Myers living in a sewer. I can buy that for four years trying to regain his strength after, you know, getting beat to fucking hell from kills. Corey ends up <laughs> literally attacking him. Or no, no, he gets choked by Michael. Yeah. And if Michael stops. He's like, <laughs> like he's transferring something to him. The evil. It's real weird. He's like, oh, I see me and you. I it's don't real even, weird. It, the fucking, I want to be in the writer's room for this fucking, just like, oh, what, wouldn't it be cool if Michael, like, grabs him and he's all like yo i'm gonna like like you kind of like you know like, yeah. i'm gonna transfer my it sounds so dumb saying it how didn't how did that idea get greenlit yeah. that's the stupidest idea i've ever heard with this oh my god yep. so Corey freaks <sighs> the fuck out so gets out of there and then ends up stabbing a homeless dude so yeah and then because this i don't know man but it's th- that's that's the main issue were they trying to make Corey at the end at the end of the trilogy the, the cap. This is the rise of Skywalker slash Last Jedi of the Halloween franchise because they're like tacking on all this bullshit at the end and like, okay, we need to get the get the ball rolling. And like, why do this extra bullshit? And why not just put a cap to the story you've been telling? Why do you have to? You know what I mean? Like, you're starting this whole brand new story with Corey just to kill him at the end of the movie, so that this whole movie was just bullshit. Doesn't make any sense. It would be one thing if they let him go. Have it, have its own franchise. It would do horribly in the box office, but like that's a direction you could go in. But they realized it was too dumb of an idea. Too late, I guess maybe. So I don't know. Michael is a side character in this movie. In his own movie, Michael Myers yes. is a side character. Corey takes the main plot line. Him and Allison. Not even Lori. She's still not in the main plot line. Lori's just kind of like. <sighs> so she's she's a little more. She's in it more than kills. Give it that, but mm-hmm. it's just, what are they doing? Like, <laughs> what were they thinking? Because yes, this is the Haddonfield trilogy, mm-hmm. where trauma overcomes the, er, comes over this town, and everybody's affected by it. Yes. <laughs> so, are they thinking I, like I get that? Are I they get thinking that Haddonfield, or basically, evil can transfer to anybody in that town, basically? And I guess Corey is the chosen one or something. And it's like I don't know, man. Because if anything, what is the thinking? If what? anything, the the good the, the there's remnants of a good movie in here, where if you completely get rid of Corey altogether, and you have because they had a, a I think a good beginnings of a plot line where um, Laurie's having the nice moment with with Hawkins in the grocery store then she walks out she's all happy and then she gets blindsided by this lady who's mad at her for teasing in her opinion teasing michael to come out and kill everybody again yeah. so that that would be cool if Lori is the bad guy to the whole town instead of michael now i think that's a cool idea because that still focuses on the original final girl and like there it's the beginning of an idea i can't think of anything to include 
Michael somehow. Maybe like she's like a um, boy or a lady who cried wolf or something kind of thing where he's killing people in secret and she's like, I saw him, blah, blah, blah. She's crazy. Yeah, and they also called it an infection at one point for Corey. So it's like yeah. he's infected by he's evil. In, and I'm pretty like, sure it was... <sighs> The it cut just, on his hand, the whole thing. It's like it just seems like him evil. <laughs> it seems like a really weak, like metaphor for like hate. You yeah. know, yeah, this evil inside of you that's infected. You're infected if you give into it. Like, guys, come on. And we're I, better than this. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, let's go back to these band geeks for a second because I want to talk yeah, okay, about that. So. Basically, the first time we meet the band geeks, they, you know, bully Corey, and Corey ends up, you know, popping the tires with Lori. Corey and Lori <laughs> popping the tires. Um, then they, when they throw him off the bridge, it's like, oh, come on, man, I just want to talk. It's like, oh, my God, this guy is fucking. Yeah, that guy so stupid. Annoying. And, like, hammering, doing, like, the on-the-nose dialogue for, like, yeah, you're, it's contagious, right? Your rage because your dad beats you up and, you're, you, you know, you make, you're just like him. I was like, oh, it's like, oh, come on, guys. What the oh, fuck are we doing here? You don't need to say it. Yeah. Like, do, do you know like, it's very obvious. movie 101? You don't explain <laughs> <Exactly>. everything. <laughs> ah. So bad, dude. Um, so then Corey gets thrown off a bridge, and he's like, that's my story. He fell. Yeah, you and know? then they come back. Then at the end, uh, well, near the end, they get fucked up by Corey. Right, and that's the difference between Michael and Corey um, he's killing for revenge. Michael's just killing to kill because he is the shape of evil. That's yes. the whole point of the original. Yes, he kills because, like, that's the, that's it. Corey's like these guys made fun of me and they think I'm think I'm mean, so I might as prove yeah, them. It's just he it's went after so, everyone that did him the slightest bit wrong, including the radio yeah. DJ too. Like, it's such <sighs> incel bullshit. Like, yeah. you know. Yep. It's just so shallow, surface level bullshit, and like, ah, man, and that's not even the worst part of this because it disrespects what came before as well. Mm-hmm. Like, not like back at me right now. Um, <laughs> so I think they I, they didn't ruin Lori as much as I thought they would at this point. But the when I watched this, you know, towards the end of the movie, right, right before the third act, Lori. Uh, is about to commit suicide, right? And you know a movie's bad when they actually made me believe that she would do it. Laurie Strode would kill herself. Like she, They made me believe because of how much of a train wreck the rest of the movie is. And then M- Michael, on the flip side, is getting beat up in a sewer by a 22-year-old wimpy dork. To be fair, yeah, Michael's old, but like he's still evil. And then they made it as like as as he killed again, like he killed some uh, the police officer in the yeah. sewer. He's like, "I'm back, baby." I'm yeah, he's like, he, there's like a weird seizure thing going on, and then yeah, he like comes back. He gets he's like recharging in a way, yeah. and it's. I could almost believe that if they didn't have Corey in the fucking movie. Like, dude, <laughs> Michael. I think I counted them. Michael only gets like uh, uh, three kills. Three kills. Correct. Without any help? Correct. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you know what I mean? Out of the 18 kills in the movie, yes, there were 18 kills. We were both fucking wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, three kills. Three. <sighs> Dude. I really just don't understand. Uh, at, after this movie, I, I really think 
like the 2018 version is like the end of that thing. And then the my definitive end, I think, is H2O. Like that, that's a great ending. That's fine. Let's keep it there. Well, you let's know? talk about this ending. Let's talk about um, let's talk about Lori's ending first. So, or now, uh, who do you want to talk about, Michael or Lori first? I'm talking about Lori. Okay, let's talk about Lori. So she ends up with Frank, her love interest that uh, was kind of flirting with her throughout the movie and stuff like that. Yeah, it's, the- it's a nice ending for Lori. She's not dead, thank God. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I mean, I thought she was going to die in the first act, as I said in the preview. But so glad it didn't. Yeah, it I was, like her living. Because, I like her living too. Like what they're doing, what they what they said at least with the first with the 2018 one. They said it's it's a generational trauma, and it would only make sense for her to overcome it. She did. At least we can say that. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So her ending was good. Michaels. So. The fight between Michael and Lloyd that was all hyped up in the preview. It's the only promotional material we got. We got yep. nothing about Corey and what the fuck this actual movie is about. Yeah. So. so, but, okay, sidebar for a second. In the first trailer, you see Michael's hand at one point, and some people knew automatically it wasn't him because he wasn't missing fingers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, some people knew that automatically. I, I didn't notice that because I forgot about that. I didn't, I didn't really watch the promotional material because at the time, I was no, excited was the, to watch this movie. The first, <laughs> no, the first teaser had that, too. Oh. Yeah, I so just like, didn't watch you could Yeah, you probably just didn't watch it enough. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's, uh, mm, yeah, they kind of. So there were warning signs. There were warning signs. That's why, <laughs> there's a reason there wasn't much promotional material for yeah, this movie. they're like, yeah, this movie is going to be bad. Not necessarily it's going to be bad. They just wanted to surprise us, and it really is not a good surprise. <laughs> okay. On one hand, I can respect that it did such a big swing because it's like <laughs> back of me, you know? Like that movie. Ding. How many times are you going to point back at <laughs> Because it's, it's very apt. It's a very apt comparison for this franchise. I know. <laughs> you were talking about in the theater. You're like, are they going to last Jedi us? They're going to last Jedi. They did. They fucking did. <laughs> and I don't like that people like this movie. Cause I know there's a few and you know, it, yeah. it just sucks. <laughs> so, so yeah, Lori, Lori, it's throwing a fridge on top of Michael's putting knives in his hands and then literally just like slitting his neck, slitting his wrists, Doing basically getting all everything the blood out they of can to get the blood out of him and get the evil out of him. Yeah. Then they have this weird funeral procession for him. I thought that was very interesting. I don't, I'm not necessarily sure if I didn't like it. I, I'm not going to say I didn't like it either. But it was very sudden. Like, how does all the town... Yeah, there's, like, word just spreads, like, Michael Myers is dead. Like, automatically. And then, but I love that they threw in a fucking, like, car compactor. I'm like, oh, my yeah. God. It's like, <laughs> that's one way to kill him. I mean, I, I guess. I he's coming back from that. No, there's no way. <laughs> it's definitely definitive that he is gone in this trilogy. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Corey stabbed himself through the face, like, through the... Like, with the knife like this, into his brain that he came back from that somehow. And then Michael Myers himself, the shape of evil snapped his neck. So I like, if he came back from the stab through the neck, he might, I don't know, man, if he's like truly not dead, but like, again, it would have to be a new reboot in that. And I will not see that. I refuse to watch that. That's the only way they can continue that. Yeah. That, (laughs) um, like, I don't know. It's like, I, they've been trying for years to get away from the whole Michael and Lori thing. And I think it's a good idea to make it like, cause they did it with Freddie. 
they were able to get away, get away from Nancy and just have him as the, the main killer. Yeah, cause, but he's easier to do because he could be in anyone's dreams. It's like he's easier yeah. to kind of reboot and go with a different character. It's a little different with Michael because he's like all about like he, he, evil comes home. Yes. You know, to, you know, so that's like, that's why like I can appreciate what kills was going for with the town of Haddonfield. I'm like, oh, that's a cool thing we haven't seen before or other than like a, a small mob coming around in, in four, right? But four and a little bit of five and six went off the rails, just like this trilogy. Four started off in a good place with like, oh, now he's chasing Jamie. So he's just kind of going after his family. So it's a new final girl. They've gotten away from Jamie or uh, Glory. Um, so it is possible to have him go after other people in work. So if, I don't know. If I, if I was them, I would maybe, if it would piss off people in the moment, I think, but I would have Jamie die or uh, no, sorry, Lori die. I keep saying Jamie. <laughs> uh, I would have Lori die in 2018, then have Karen and Allison move away somewhere and be like, that's how the generational trauma spreads. And then, you know, she, so they still live in like a suburban area to have the kind of feel, but not Haddonfield. And then maybe have kills be like a continuation. You know what I mean? Like, and like we have three final girls per movie in the, in the trilogy or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, see, it's hard to do it any of those ways. Like, it it's hard to continue this without Lori. And I get it, you know? But, like, I, I can't help but feel like they're, you know, Malika Kai is going to be like, oh, this made a lot of money. It's already made his money back. It's exactly how it happened with H2O. They, create, they made Resurrection, you know? Yeah. Speaking of so making, I have a feeling they're going to do it again. Speaking of making its money back, quick trivia fact: um, Jason Blum uh, reiterated that while this would not be the final film in the Halloween franchise, it is the final under Blumhouse. Blumhouse is done with it. The rights go back to Malika Cod. So, I don't. I don't. Really, I don't know who's worse because I know for a fact Malika Cod um, was responsible for having LL Cool J and Busta Rhymes in H2O and Resurrection. <laughs> he was personally responsible. He's like, hey, dad, because his dad, Mustafa Akkad, had the rights. Um, and Mustafa was through and through a producer. He was not a creative person. He was only interested in the money. So when he took, you know, his son is like, hey, these cool rappers are like, oh, great. It'll draw an audience. You know, let's put them in there. And then obviously we saw what happened. And that's the MTVification of Halloween. We had to completely reboot it with, you know, white trash redneck bullshit for Rob Zombie's thing. And then they're like, oh, that's bullshit. Let's go. Let's just go back to our roots, which I, you know, and now we're here. You know how, like I said, like in the H2O podcast, I'm like, I wouldn't want to touch this one because I respect it too much. Because I truly do. I think, I really think it's so hard to end this. And so I, I, on one level, I respect them for taking a big swing. On some level, I respect them for trying to end it definitively. But they, it's, it's so clear, glaring flaws that I don't know how they weren't caught in the process. You know what I mean? It's like, and this is my favorite franchise, if you couldn't tell. So, no. And I know, I know, for, I know it's, a, it's a complete train wreck through and through. The only, one, the only truly good one is like the first one and maybe the second one. You know what I mean? 
There is an online petition to reshoot this movie out there right now. <sighs> that's with over, that's like, dumb. With as of recording, like over a thousand signees, but uh, it happened, guys. Let's just get over just it. Get over it. It's not. It's not. Uh, it's not like something like Star Wars, where it could logically make sense in the universe to like have it exist as like not canon or some shit like that. It's such. It's so official in the Halloween thing. That's like I'm one of the guys who's like, we can. There's a way to redo the sequel trilogy if we wanted to. I'm okay with that because there's the uh, dual timeline thing with Ezra going to the yeah. the place without time or whatever it's called. They could redo it. In Halloween, they can't. I mean, yeah, they had different timelines, but like different trilogies type of thing. Like they're all yeah, they all if, spawn from the first one. If they like, want to do like a complete reboot again with this franchise, like I'm just a Halloween fan. Happen. I'm gonna watch it if Michael Myers is in it. So if they just redo it, I'm like. Okay, but I'm not going to expect greatness like I thought this trilogy could have been. You know, really the only one that's good is the first. gave you false hope. <laughs> that movie was hope. genuinely good. It, yeah. There was only one bad thing in it, and it was the stupid doctor. We've already been talking about it, but yeah. the writing, the dialogue. Writing, dialogue. Um, it's like a Riverdale episode, as Alyssa told me last night. That is a very good way of putting this. It's literally like a freaking Riverdale episode. Yeah. <laughs> I th- I feel like it's just a hollow shell. They just wanted to get this one out of the way. Yeah. Um because they had all their creativity in the first one. I'm like, "Oh, this is a great follow-up and homage to the first one as well as telling a slightly new story, telling a new new message, theme, whatever." Then they're just like, "Uh, well, we have to do two more." Fuck. You know. Yeah, and- so like they it, it's exactly it, it exactly models how the first three Halloweens went. First one, um, great. Second one, bloodier, less story, people are dumber, but it's still enjoyable to watch. The third one, complete fucking left turn. Nobody saw it coming. And, you know, so they even, I even think they, you know, this is the douchey thing that makes, that I really hope they didn't do to pull a Ryan Johnson literally because they modeled the, the opening titles like the third one. Yep. You know, like, oh, this is an anthology-type story yep. in the Halloween I universe. S- I saw that. I was like, mm. <laughs> Dude, like, if there's one thing you can learn from history is that Halloween 3 Season of the Witch was not well-received. Why? Because it wasn't a true Halloween film. If it was titled anything other than Halloween, it would be a well-known, maybe even a classic movie. Now people like it despite the franchise. You know, they're like, oh, I'm a contrarian. I like this movie. And like, that's perfectly fine. But you can't deny it. It fucking it. It's a huge speed bump in the the Halloween franchise. Yep. So a lot of people don't consider it canon. I certainly don't. So like, that's what the and then then it sounds like the directors and writers wanted to do that again with this movie with Halloween ends. I think anyone who knows the source material would know that's a horrible idea. They went through with it. And it's not like I'd understand if this was the '80s and they wanted to try that route out. Um, but even back then, they knew that was a bad idea because they they did a quick left turn to correct or a quick right turn to correct it um, from the end of four into five. Which five? Grand is not the best. It's mostly Loomis yelling at a little girl for the whole time. But there's still like a somewhat classic type Halloween story there, you yeah. know. So they knew that like this is our bread and butter. Let's stick to that. And th- at, the, the, at the last movie in a trilogy, it's not the time to try some extra experimental stuff. It's not the time. You should be ending the story you started off with. 
why is that so hard for people to get through their heads when they're making these movies? Yeah. I feel like I, I, I haven't yeah. watched a good trilogy in 20 years. This is what I'm saying. There shouldn't be four writers on a goddamn movie. That too. Yeah. For a TV Singular show? Vision. Okay, sure. Because they can work on different episodes. But like, dude, you got to have one vision for this movie. You cannot be going in all these different directions and trying to set up sequels even like at one point and, like, yeah. and then not ending up doing it at the end. Right. Uh, it's like, what? The reason the MCU is so successful is because Kevin Feige is the head of it, making the overall um, like final creative decisions. So it's like, okay, we're going to build up to this really slow. Plus, he's also talented at what he does. So that's why I don't think Zack Snyder is... He's, Zack Snyder is like an in-between kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Kevin Feige was a... Or is a, like, overall person. You know? Vince Gilligan... Great showrunner because he knows he had a, he has a singular vision for what's going to happen to Walter White, and he and, and Better Call Saul. Yes, he saw the the beginning and end point for both of those TV shows, and he's like, okay, we're going to fill in the blanks correctly, like with care in between. Yep, you know, and, we're going to take off. our time and we're going to get it right. Exactly. That's why, like, I respect like Larry David because he'll take four years off to write a good Curb Your Enthusiasm season, right? You know, and that's why that's like the, you know, Game of Thrones. That's the downfall of Game of Thrones. They rushed it, you know. Why? I saw a review where they said, like, kills the the downside of kills is is the ending because he's like definitively dead and then he's all of a sudden not, which I like because. That's sticking true to the shape of evil thing, you know? So they didn't, like, they just beat him with a bunch of sticks. Like, that's not going to kill him, guys. So the guy said I was watching, I think it was 3C Films. I don't want to, I don't want to credit the wrong guy. But 3C Films, I think he said, uh, just tack the end of Halloween ends to the end of Halloween kills. You take out both bad parts, the, big, the first hour and a half of Halloween ends and the last 20 minutes of <laughs> Halloween kills, and you get a decent movie out of Halloween kills that way. Eh, and and, and, to, right. and this, this is technically a trilogy. This this is technically a quadrilogy that we're watching because the first one yeah. and then the next three. That could be a trilogy so. itself. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, yes, it's a I, decent idea. If you didn't have an idea for the end, that's the way to do it to scotch tape this shit together. You know, as I sent to our group chat earlier that you were reading when I deleted it halfway through because I said the wrong thing. Oh. Um, yeah, some of the uh, headlines on some of these reviews on IMDb: absurd, strange unfathomable cheap and random conclusion to the franchise halloween ends in the toilet (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'm not sure if i totally agree because i think the end for what it was like the last half hour michael versus laurie laurie wins definitive death for michael yes that's that's the formula for a good ending agreed Certain how we decisions, got there, how we got how we got the first <laughs> how we got there we don't I don't want to talk about it anymore. yeah we're it's yeah, so we're bad in circles at this point so like yeah but the ending I think is is okay it's got the basic bones of a good ending it's got you good know? bones good good bones so when they say like how, I think as as when they're talking about the the whole franchise yeah it ends in the toilet because it's like that's such a sour note to end on you know what I mean mm-hmm. and I got. Two things to end on. What was your favorite kill, first of all? Favorite kill? Mine was the blowtorch to the mouth. 
Oh, that was pretty Dude. good. Yeah. That was the, the main band geek kid got fucked up by Corey. <laughs> I don't know. I want to say Willie. Is that his name? Oh, is that the DJ? The DJ. Yeah, I, I don't... Like, it was my, really gory, though. It kind of, like, turned yeah. me a little off. Like, Ooh. <laughs> you know? If it wasn't so, like, like his jaw, like, completely on... Yeah, you know? his, his tongue on the... Uh, the record spinning around. I was like, oh my God. Either that or like the Jeremy dying right in the beginning because we never that see kids good. die in this franchise. That was real good. Yeah. Though. Oh my God. It was surprising. God. It got me. It ready got you for, hooked. It got me ready for the movie. I was like, where is this going? And then bam. I was like, oh, yeah. okay. That's where it's going. I also kind of liked uh, the callback to the first one where Michael with the, with the nurse, he chokes her, pins her on the wall. Yeah. That's a nice callback. There were a but, lot of callbacks in this. There are a lot. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like this movie, I feel it was just made to be like, Oh, wouldn't it be cool if we just did a bunch of shots that homage the original with nothing on there? Yeah, like they, no substance. Yeah. They even did a poster but, at one point, like Jamie Lee Curtis, her face in the knife. Like, yeah, just like, the, like yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus <Yeah>. Christ. <laughs> I love the original that much where I will watch a movie about Michael Myers, at least. Uh, Lori, I know she's not going to be in anymore, but no, she no. doesn't necessarily have to be in it for me to like it. Uh, so I'll watch if they, I'll watch the next installment if they whether they reboot it or you know, I don't know how you could continue it. Michael Myers and this continuity is dead, but I'm not going to watch it if it's fucking Corey or some someone else. Yeah, you know, I don't care if he's wearing the Michael Myers mask. What an insult! You know, what an <laughs> Insult. It's not Michael Myers and he's wearing the Michael Myers mask. Yep. It's so stupid. Yep. It's like you're spitting on my face while I'm watching the movie. Like You can't deny though, those kills that he did were pretty fucking good. And that's that's why I'm conflicted, because I'm like, damn. Those are good kills. Fuck. <laughs> I wish I wish it was Michael Myers doing them. Final answer. What are you giving this? I gave it two and a half stars on Letterboxd. I do not like this movie. I think this might be my lowest rated out of any that I've rated in the podcast? So. In the podcast, yeah. Actually, no, didn't I rank... I ranked one movie like like a one or something one time. I, I was not Halloween, but... I think genuinely this movie's like a 60. 60. That might be the lowest you've on the podcast, yeah. It's bad. I don't... I don't think it's as bad as like the producer's cut of Mike, or Curse of Michael Myers or Hall, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 because it's not like... It's not painful to watch. Well, it is painful, but it's not like... I'm not like sick to my stomach watching it. I can watch it, but I can just be really mad about watching it. You know? Yeah, you're, you're such a big fan. It kind of it's just like it's you're just like blinded by it, and it's like yeah. it's hard. Like this movie has its moments that are really good, but it's just if anything, it's the production quality the, I like. You know, the the, and the quality, acting is pretty good. The acting isn't bad. It's not great by mm-hmm. any means. But I mean, there was one shot where like it had to have been like a trailer shot. Where they're like, it was like um, Corey, and then the two parents like over his shoulder, and he's like looking straight at the camera. He's like, "It's Halloween. We're gonna have some fun tonight." And I'm like, "Oh fuck that! Uh, That's so bad." Uh, speaking of his parents, his mother. Oh my god. Yeah. His mother, is a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I'm so glad that she died. Oh my god. She was awful. Oh my god. And what kind of weird, fucking like, Jeffrey Dahmer shit was happening? Like. He's like she slaps him and then kisses, kiss, kisses him on the lips, and then the camera the camera pans to his, her her like step husband or her husband or whatever yeah. his, step, his stepdad. And he's like, I hope you find love. And I'm like, what the fuck did I just watch? Who decided that was supposed to be in the movie? What the fuck? I was just like, what 
<laughs> it, it was like whiplash. Like, what? you know, Oh, that was the weirdest part. Of, that was one of the weirdest parts of the movie. But yeah, I would not give it that low. I think it's still passable. I'm going to give it a probably 70 on the dot. Honestly, it, okay. it's still pot passable, but like, dude, that writing atrocious. It's so bad. So bad. Like who signed <laughs> off on the script? Why do the actors like go along with the script? Hey, hey can we improvise here? Uh, oh, show me, your, show me your tits. Yeah, if that was like, I think that was. Jamie I love Jamie Lee Curtis. I think that was but, her thing. But so she, it sounds like she's getting a lot of like the the reason why some of these strange decisions in there. I, in there, I don't want to say it was all her, but yeah, she definitely had if, more input it, in this movie. I can just point out what I don't like in like whoever it falls on, it falls on them. That in particular was out of left field. I don't know. Who can, who wrote that diet? You know, show grief your fucking tits and say fuck you. I'm just like, ugh. Why don't you have Halloween 2018 on your Plex server? Because it's not fucking there. I, uh, Plex is really weird. With the, I, yeah. I, I, it's on yeah. my iTunes library, yeah. which which Plex takes from. I don't know. I wanted to watch it before we watched this. Movie. Sorry, I don't know. <laughs> Plex is Kills dumb. There. I don't know. <laughs> well, because there's three movies in the franchise called Halloween. Mm. Plex gets confused. It's dumb. It's because it's a dumb search directory. Mm. You know? Not my fault. Look, look at me. I'm looking at you. All right. Anyway, I, I think we're uh, yeah. rounding out this. That, that guy, he, There's not much more we can really talk about. Yeah. This movie's bad. Don't watch it. Or do whatever. Don't if you pay come. to watch it. Yeah, don't pay to watch it. Yeah. Peacock, I think that's a good plan to put it on this. Do a free trial if you're truly interested. But Honestly, I think that was a smart move by Universal slash NBC. For this particular movie, yes. Honestly, they, they did it with kills too, so I'm not surprised there either. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> anyway, we're seen before. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok with the handle at seen it before, seen it beforecast. That's S C E N E it beforecast, and on Twitter with the handle S I B underscore pod. I'm Dan. I'm Dan. You can find me on Instagram at Danny underscore Was. My letterbox and serialized at DJ Was, or my YouTube channel, which is just Danny Was. Yeah, it's a good idea. Deep breath. It's all over now. It's all over now. Okay. Ah.